Welcome to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, and I am the other Merc with the mouth. Make sure you like the podcast, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. What is normal? Coronavirus's legacy is that the American experiment has never been in a more perilous position than it is right now. It has actually frightened me. So Tony Katz recently described something that I've had a very difficult time putting into words. Now, I'm going to let you continue listening to him here in just a second. But I wanted to summarize real fast. And that all he says here, basically, is that the amount of Americans that were happy to be enslaved for their security is astounding. Let's continue, though. And what had gotten me so bothered and took me some time to really figure out was that I watched my country admit out loud to the world, yeah, we talk about liberty, we don't actually believe that crap. No, 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 we talk about liberty, but honestly, if somebody could just get me a yoke, that would be, that would be fantastic. That, that, uh, you know, Joe Biden said they're going to put y'all back in chains. These people are like, hey, hey, can I get fitted? I'm like, I'm like a 17 and a half collar. You know, make it 18 just so it's, I got a little room, but no, 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 I want to wear it. It keeps me comfortable. It lets me know I'm secure and somebody's going to take care of me. It is frightening, and you're not alone in noticing how frightening it is that the entire concept of liberty has been shot in the face by so many of these people and the ones in leadership. You're not alone. You're not crazy. This is ugly. And so when I ask the question, maybe you've asked it yourself, what is normal? You tell me things are going to go back to normal in May. What is normal? You make it sound like there won't be another virus in three years. Oh, block it all down again. Did we learn nothing? I told you guys up front that I'd never lie to you. That also includes the lie of omission. So I'm going to level with you right here, right now. To every single one of you that are still living in irrational fear. Now I, I I may lose some I may I may I may lose some leader some listeners over this. I'm very well aware. And it, at the very least I'm certainly not going to ingratiate myself among, you know, many new listeners right now. I'm going to alienate some people with what I'm about to say. That's okay. I'm going to say what's on my mind. To every single one of you that are still living in irrational fear. To every single one of you that insist that I too live in fear with you to every elected official capitalizing on that fear and to every business too afraid to say no to the government to every single one of you that wears a mask is for no other reason than because you're told to do so. You actually disgust me. You do. Now I'm not talking about those of you that have health issues or comor- or, or, or comorbidities. Or you're a senior citizen. Or you're in constant or regular contact with those that are. I'm not talking about those of you that in in the beginning of all this, 
you know, you just weren't sure, and so you took precautions. I, I did that. I was in that category. Okay? I'm not talking about those of you that are actually sick. I'm not, if I'm symptomatic, if I'm coughing, if I'm sneezing, if I'm, you know, feverish, if I have those body aches that I get with the flu, if I, if I all of a sudden lost my sense of smell or my sense of uh, taste, which is apparently a common symptom with COVID, guess what? I would wear a mask. If I, if I went out, I would wear a mask. Because at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm sick. I don't want to get other people sick. That's my choice. I've never been opposed to wearing a mask. I'm opposed to being ordered to wear a mask. There's a difference. I'm talking to the people that do not fit into those categories, but put the hashtag MaskUpIndy on your idiotic Facebook profile picture and try to lecture me about killing the grandpa because I choose to not live in fear. That includes some family members who are, if I'm being honest, are probably not listening to this anyway. I'm not responsible for your grandfather. I'm not responsible for your, your, your diabetic mother. I'm not responsible for your heart condition and I'm not responsible for your kids. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, is that a word? Immunocompromise? I'm not responsible for your kid's immune system being compromised. There we go. Now we're all in agreement. You are. If you're worried about it, you take steps to protect you, your, yourself or your loved ones. Okay, I, I, I've talked about this idea before. The idea of the social contract. Okay, when you're born, you're kind of born into a social contract. You don't really have any say in it at the time of your birth. However, I maintain that you absolutely get a say in any changes to it once you are born. Never has the social contract ever said, I was responsible for the health or welfare or safety of my fellow Americans. I have never agreed to an alteration of that contract. And I do not agree to this new normal that everyone keeps talking about. That doesn't... In fact, that, whole, that term... I hate that expression. New normal. Ugh, roll my eyes every time I hear someone say it. That doesn't mean that I don't have compassion for my fellow Americans. That doesn't mean that I am unwilling to help my fellow Americans. I mean, for crying out loud, if, if you have heard me talk about anything, you've heard me talk about, you know, the stories about Fred, the guy at the, at the exit off of I-65 and the 29th, 30th Street exit in downtown Indy. He was a homeless guy, or whatever, I don't know if he's actually homeless, but he was a panhandler down there on that exit. You used to see him all the time when I, would, when I, would go, when I was going to Butler University. <sighs> Stupid. Amateur mistakes, Jeff. Put your stuff on Do Not Disturb. Anyway, I used to see him all the time when I was going to Butler University. I'd stop and give him a a, a, a sausage biscuit from McDonald's. Every day. I told you about that guy that had that, that, that couldn't feed his family in Beach Grove. Bought him like 80 bucks worth of groceries and 20 bucks worth of gas. I'm not doing this, and I'm not talking about this for the accolades. I'm really not. I'm talking about this to show who I am. 
I'm more about helping people than any of these mask up indie folks or you know the type wherever you live. I've done more to help people than almost any of those people have. Probably in their entire lives. Not blowing my own horn, just stating what's probably a fact. I've been a germaphobe. I've talked about this a little bit. I've been a germaphobe for most of my adult life. One of these days, maybe I'll get into that story. It's a very specific incident. I can trace it back to. But that would have been early 2008. I do more to stop the spread of germs and viruses and bacteria than anybody who's recently joined the bandwagon of germaphobes in the last eight or nine months or ten months or however long we've been doing this crap now. Without wearing a mask, I should say. What really sickens me, and I have a feeling this probably sickens Mr. Katz too, is how many people are also happy to let their elected representatives to put the boot to their necks while those same cockwombles flout their own decrees and edicts. Seriously, that's a radio safe word. Go look it up. C-O-C-K-W-O-M-B-L-E. Okay? Now, while you do that, I'm going to go ahead and continue. Back in early April, during the state's mandatory stay-at-home order, which locked everything down, the Illinois state, I should say, the state of Illinois, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot got a haircut in violation of those same orders. Her defense, and I quote, I'm the public face of this city. I'm on national media, and I'm out in the public eye. May 23rd, Governor Ralph Blackface Northam was photographed on the Virginia Beach boardwalk while not wearing a mask or physically distancing in violations of the rules of Virginia and one day after suggesting he'd make wearing masks mandatory for his own constituents. Over over Memorial Day weekend back in May, Governor Gretchen Whitmer's husband, despite being strongly discouraged by his wife's pleas to the citizens of Michigan, traveled three hours to their second home and tried to use his wife's name to expedite the getting of a boat license. Governor Whitmer lied and said he was just going there to rake some leaves, you know, in May, because that's when you rake leaves. That's when they fall, right? Everyone knows leaves fall in May. And that the boat registration thing was just a joke. June 3rd, Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania marches in a Black Lives Matter protest uh, uh, when large gatherings of more than 25 people were prohibited. June 5th, Portland, Oregon Mayor Ted Wheeler violates his own city's public gathering restrictions to protest with BLM, as did his fellow Mayor Riley Hill of, o- of Ontario, Oregon, both in violation of state lockdown orders. Mayor Steve Adler of Austin, Texas, he's got a couple of appearances on this list. On June 7th, while large public gatherings were expressly forbidden by the city, attended a crowded Black Lives Matter protest with hundreds of people. Also on June 7th, Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey tweeted out the Black Lives Matter protest he he attended with hundreds of other people, while outdoor gatherings were limited to 25 people. On June 10th, Mayor Eric Garcetti of L.A., also a, you got a couple of appearances here, was photographed participating in Black Lives Matter protests while, in addition to prohibitions on on public gatherings, 
Garcetti and other LA County elected officials ask their residents ask their residents to report their neighbors for violations of the mandates, i.e., for doing the very same thing that he was photographed doing. In September, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is caught violating both San Francisco ordinances and California Governor Newsom's edicts on essential businesses and the rules regarding barbershops and beauty salons by not only getting the special treatment of an appointment when no one else could. She then, uh, oh, she was also not wearing a mask. She then did everything but own up to the wrongdoing, including attacking the owner of the salon for setting her up. That salon owner is now dead. Apparent suicide. In late September, California Senator Dianne Feinstein was spotted without a mask at Dulles International Airport, despite having called for the FAA to adopt mandatory mask policies at airports back in June. After the elections, Senator Chuck Schumer of, of New York, Mayor, Dil, Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York City, Mayor Lori Lightfoot of Chicago, again, are photographed in violation of mask mandates and public gathering edicts to celebrate the seeming win of Joe Biden in the presidential election race. Mayor Lightfoot was so magnanimous that she issued another stay-at-home advisory for all of her constituents from her Twitter account a week later, where she ironically has a picture of, of her wearing a mask. November 6th, California Governor Newsom attends dinner at a fancy French restaurant with about a dozen other people with no social distancing and no masks, despite Newsom's own suggestions to wear masks in between bites at dinner. And shortly after he had announced he would be pulling the emergency break, that's a quote, on reopening plans for his own state. In fact, now, uh, as of last night, tens of millions of Californians are under stay-at-home orders again. I wonder how many large campaign contributors live in the affected areas. One of them deal with chin scratchers. Speaking of campaign contributions, L.A. Mayor Garcetti approved an outdoor dining area for a movie company directly across from the Pineapple Hill Saloon in Sherman Oaks, as if I know where that is, somewhere in L.A. Now, this saloon also has an outdoor dining area and was shut down due to COVID. On December 2nd, oh, I'm not done, again, Austin Mayor Steve Adler literally while recording a PSA for his city telling Austinites to stay home if they can, completely chooses to not disclose the fact that he was in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, for a wedding while he recorded the video. I recently heard Tony Katz talking about this and, and how this goes above and beyond hypocrisy. He said this is hatred. I disagree. I don't think Governor Newsom hates the citizens of California. I don't think Governor Whitmer despises Michigans. Rather, I think the Gavin Newsoms, the Diane Feinsteins, the Lori Lightfoots, the Steve Adlers, and so on and so forth, simply don't care about their constituents. To them, it's about power. I've said this many times. It's about control. Now, I don't know whether it's power that they've just become accustomed to because they were born into it and they, become, they have the right family name. I don't know. Or, I mean, I mean, these people that, that think that power is now their birthright, you know, the citizenry be damned. Or if they just got some and now they're drunk on it and can't stop. Or, which I think that's the, the category that, that uh, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez falls into. 
or maybe it's something else. I, I, but I don't, I don't think they hate us, at least not specifically. Rather, we're indifferent to them. We're beneath their notice, much as a boot doesn't notice an ant. It's really disgusting. Everywhere I go, and I go many places, there are an insanely small portion of people not wearing masks. People are overwhelmingly wearing them everywhere, yet numbers are spreading, or rather positive tests continue to mount. Maybe one out of 100 people I see in public are not wearing masks. I haven't worn a mask since April. You're telling me that I, along with the other roughly 1% of the populations, are the one driving the numbers? I don't think so. And I'm not going to let these things control me. I'm not going to allow you to let these things control me. This is a virus. It's going to spread. Masks are not going to stop it. Protect the people that need it. Most of us do not. The sooner we all get this through our head and the sooner we tell these people no, the better we will be. You're listening to The Nerdy Merc. Well, that's the end of this segment. If you have any questions, bitches, gripes, comments, complaints, moans, or suggestions, give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Or you can go find me at www.nerdymerc.com. Email me, jeff at nerdymerc.com. Or go find me on all the social medias. I'm on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for The Nerdy Merc. On Instagram, nerdymerc79. And parlor at nerdymerc. Make sure you stick around for the next segment. And thank you for listening. <laughs>